It's time to go full speed ahead with Michael Kelly. Each week, we take you inside all the big sports stories at USF from the perspective of the man who oversees the program, Vice President of Athletics, Michael Kelly. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. Coming to you thanks to Microsoft Teams on this week's episode and from his palatial offices, Michael Kelly. First of all, before we get into homecoming, a big week upcoming, and some notes from other sports as we always like to sprinkle in, can we just state for the record that the reason I'm doing this from home is for personal reasons and not because I wrecked your office. Uh, uh, the <laughs> <laughs> Can you confirm that uh, relatively your conference room was left how uh, how we found it, we being yes. myself and Jim Lighthall? Yes, the conference room and my office were unscathed, so we appreciate the, the delicate care you took of it during the broadcast on a, on a game day Saturday. <laughs> it, uh, it, it doubled, and I really appreciate it. And by the way, I don't know how often you use that uh, TV uh, screen, but uh, it works well for watching football games. And uh, <laughs> we used it as our road studio with Amelie Arena being occupied by Lightning Radio. And yes, Jim Lighthall has requested that we use your conference room permanently. And I promise, folks, I only looked at the stadium renderings for a couple seconds, and then the completely, it's like a men in black, completely wiped from the memory. And I'm just joking about that. It is homecoming <laughs> week, and there is no joke. Uh, it should be a fun time this week, and it's not just the football game, a lot going on. But I think, Michael, the main point, despite what happened last week in Birmingham, and uh, every now and then that's going to happen, and I, I always like to try and credit the opponent. You had a team that I think was better than its record and certainly had some talent on offense. And uh, I still want people to know that this is a thrilling team to watch and I think has already made so many big strides from uh, recent years and is well worth devoting time on your Saturday afternoon, especially if the weather's going to be anything like it's been the last couple of days. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Obviously, we sit here midway through the season at 3-3. Three and three. I think we would have uh, taken that at the beginning of the year. It gives us a lot to play for right where we need to be in terms of still staying in the conference race, still staying well within uh, bowl con- contention. And, and that's what we want to do as we continue to, to move forward. Clearly, uh, there's going to be days uh, as you continue to build a foundation of a, of a program that you're going to uh, uh, hit highs and sometimes you're going to hit lows. And, and that Saturday just clearly wasn't one of our days and a, a matchup that uh, that uh, just, just to match our, our style on Saturday. And they got us. So tip your cap to them. We hope to see them again somewhere down the road. And we got to get ready for a, a very good FAU team coming in for, for homecoming this Saturday. And certainly the price is right. I had to double check for the reason. So go ahead and explain to people uh, the price of end zone seats for this uh, weekend's game and why it is that exact amount, which I love. Sure. No, obviously it's uh, it's you know we always pride ourselves on being a great entertainment value for the Tampa Bay community. We're grateful to our season ticket holders and hope they'll come out in droves. And we know that our students will come out. It's our only home game in October. Mm. Uh, We've had a couple weeks off now being on the road. So we know that our fans can be hungry to have another nice day out at Raymond James Stadium. And for those that don't have season tickets, we've got a special uh, offer for homecoming for a $19.56 ticket in the end zone, uh, obviously to commemorate the uh, opening of our school back in 1956. So perfect uh, tie into homecoming. Come home and support your Bulls on a beautiful, hopefully a beautiful Saturday afternoon uh, at Raymond James Stadium. Let's let's make the crowd look good and give our, our guys the boost they need to get back on the uh, up on the right side of 500. As far as the building up to kickoff events for homecoming week, can you uh, just gonna give us a general idea of what the spirit's going to be like this week around campus? Yeah, it's a different vibe around campus when it's homecoming, as it as it should be. Our our campus community, our student government runs all kinds of different. Events. I know that Monday night I'll be speaking at uh, kind of their kickoff event for the for the student body. They've got like a lip lip sync contest over <laughs> at the 
over there. Me and a couple of the players will be uh, getting the crowd ready for that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you going to be – well, I know people no, – when, no, no, when, no, when, no when they hear this, it will have already happened, but I need to know, <laughs> what would you be lip-syncing? <laughs> no lip-syncing for us. We're just uh, <laughs> proud to welcome the crowd and uh, get them out out to the ballpark on Saturday. Uh, obviously, on awesome. Wednesday, it will be a, an intense, intensified wear green Wednesday for homecoming. Everyone's going to make sure <laughs> yes. that they're – they're, they're doing that, and then I know Thursday night, I believe they have their homecoming concert at the Yangling Center, and then uh, Friday afternoon, uh, kind of a tradition where there's a great parade, homecoming parade and a, and a uh, you know festival right there in front of the Alumni Center. So a lot of people come out Friday uh, Friday night and bring them back on campus for that. Hopefully they can stop by our uh, volleyball game that we also have on, on Friday evening when we take on, on Charlotte, which is where I will be. Uh, and then obviously we get up the next day, get out the tailgate five hours before kickoff, and at three thirty, uh, you know, watch us take on uh, the Owls, our second Owl uh, home <laughs> contest in a row. It's the Owl-centric portion of things, and it went well against the Rice Owls. FAU, by the way, homecoming presented by Tampa General Hospital this week. Before we move on to some of the other sports, and you just touched on one of them when it comes to volleyball. If you were, I mean, obviously time has passed, but if you were in a lip-syncing contest, would you go with Sade or would you have something that you'd feel really comfortable with, a song that you know the lyrics to and mm. could try and, and belt That's on really performance? I know you're a good dancer. I know words to a lot of different songs, a lot of different genres, so I'd be open to uh, okay. to whatever the whatever the crowd threw at me. So I'll be I'll be ready if that ever happens. Remember, my undergraduate thesis was on rap music as a political communicator, too. So there's a lot of different genres we can roll into here. That's right. That's right. Also... You lay it out so people can play it out. I got you. I got you. <laughs> as far as uh, other sports, and listen, it was media day on Monday, and one of those things where you know you're in a good spot in a program, talking about the women's basketball program, when you fully expect, and it's not just a matter of if you're going to be picked to win the conference. It's a matter of, you know, what time does the announcement come, and that's kind of how I felt on Monday, and that's not to be cocky or anything, but that, as I say, Michael is a pretty good good place to have a program in. Yeah, obviously, when when the media for the American uh, lets out their uh, their forecast for men's and women's basketball, it's always uh, interesting to see where we might might land. And and not surprisingly, our women are are, are projected to to win the conference, and we're awfully proud about that. That's where uh, we've got the got our program headed, and Coach Fernandez and his staff have got them uh, uh, planted with those kind of expectations. But uh, obviously, we got the regular season done last year. We we tripped in the uh, in the tournament, so we're all eager and, and motivated to uh, try to get that get that back and try to get those uh, that double title, if at all possible, this this year. So we know uh, East Carolina ended up winning that that tournament title, and I saw their number number two in the in the conference rated, and they've got uh, a handful of players on the on the first team to go along with uh, our, our Sammy Puisas. So it'll be a, a really you know really tight uh, season, we're sure, but uh, uh, certainly our, our Bulls will be up to the challenge with uh, with the right kind of support that we have here at the Yangling Center. And it looks like Rice on the women's side is going to be the toughest as far as the newcomers go. And i got to tell you, folks, you know, mark it down when the Bulls play East Carolina. That's going to be – is that Super Bowl Sunday again? Or it's in the same realm, Sunday, January the 28th. That is at the Yingling Center, and they will play again in Greenville. Uh, that was hotly contested last year, and the Pirates ended up going to the NCAA tournament, even though the Bulls put it on them. As you mentioned, the Bulls fell up in the conference tournament. So East Carolina, I think, is emerging as a pretty clear rival now that the uh, Warren I-4 rivalry for the time being is not a part of basketball. And I got to also say, you mentioned Puisis getting first team. I'll go ahead and predict it right now. There's no way that Carla Brito will not end up on the first team. I think she is going to have a massive 
year this year because you know i've been seeing <laughs> some stuff and <laughs> i don't know if she takes any motivation or anything from not being on that first or second team but i think she's going to end up right there she's obviously very special and and again it's a great indication even you know when we only have one player on the on the on the uh, first team and still are predict predicted to be the top team that just speaks to the, sure. the depth and the talent on our overall squad so we're excited about that and and obviously, we're very excited about our, our, our men's program. I know they were predicted uh, ninth in this particular poll, um, but uh, that'll motivate them. We're excited about what we've got and eager to uh, to, to move up the ladder and, and, and challenge for this uh, American championship. And you just said it, the Bulls picked to finish ninth out of 14 teams, and I thought that was a pretty good sign of respect from the incoming and recurring coaches because they kind of know what the Bulls have in Amir Abdul-Rahim. And that was fun to watch. You can go back on ESPN Plus and check out the Media Day unveil and that sort of thing. Also on Monday, we got good news from the women's soccer front. We've got to have a player of the week to talk about on the show every single week. It wouldn't be Bull Speed Ahead without it. So, Cena Markfarts in this time around, Michael. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I was a little bit worried we were going to ruin <laughs> our streak of, of players of the week on Bull Speed Ahead, but we kept it going. And yeah, excited for for Cena uh, to be able to accomplish that uh, that with the big win we had uh, uh, last weekend, so uh, excited for them, excited for her, and and uh, we've got to uh, keep keep moving up the standings on the on the women's side as we get near the uh, conference tournament time frame. Well, you talk about exciting. Uh, there's a real opportunity to do it. First of all, Cena is one of those players that uh, generally plays the entire game. Generally doesn't rack up stats because she plays in the back, but she can come up, and it was good to see her get a reward and a goal against UAB, which wasn't only, you know, hard to beat. They hadn't been beat yet in conference play. They were 0-0-3, and two of those times they were down one nothing and tied at 1-1. One one. And when she scored Mark Vards, and I think the secret against UAB was to score late enough, they couldn't get that equalizing goal. Now, this weekend, two not only chances to see them at Corbett, but two real chances, as you say, to move up the standings against difficult teams. If you want to see some good women's soccer, Thursday night against North Texas, which is a 9-2-1 team. And then Sunday at 1 o'clock, it's SMU. That's the team that ended the Bulls season kind of with a thud last year, and this will be a chance to get back at it. So not only that, but it is Bark with the Bulls. It's Youth Day, and I know my dogs are actually going to be making an appearance at that one. So if I didn't sell you with the soccer stuff, <laughs> meet Franklin and Sherman. It's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun weekend. I enjoy Bark at the Park Day, so uh, I might have to bring my uh, Rocky out there as well. Be 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 fun. So we'll we'll see how it goes. But yeah, clearly uh, not only a big week for football, but uh, as you said, two huge games for women's soccer here at home in the coming days. In addition to the volleyball matchup we talked about. Yeah, volleyball going up against Charlotte a couple times on Friday night and on Sunday afternoon. And then I knew I was forgetting something. We talked about the the media picks for basketball, but there was a change to the schedule, Michael. Yeah, there was. We we were at one point. This is a great bonus for those people that have bought season tickets for men's basketball in particular. But uh, we were going to play Loyola Chicago, which is obviously a story program in recent years with their Final Four run and everything. That we were going to be playing them up in Atlanta, and unfortunately, the, the promoter and the arena had a scheduling conflict um, when we were supposed to play them in December. Couldn't make it work up at State Farm Arena in Atlanta, so we've now moved that game and made it a home and home. So we're going to play this year at the Yangling Center on Sunday, uh, December 17th. So Sunday, December 17th, you can now look at the Bulls uh, men's basketball schedule and see Loyola Chicago at home as opposed to having to go up and see them in, in Atlanta. So uh, another good reason. You never know when you get a nice bonus game when you yeah. bought season tickets, and, and that's a nice uh, – 
credit to them. If not, go out and buy those tickets today, and you know you've got another solid matchup of a NCAA, NCAA tournament caliber team coming in here to the uh, YC. And while we're at it, not coming to the YC, but a team that was added to the Bulls' schedule as far as their multi-team event. And I thought this, uh, I don't know if it was announced yet, but we'll go ahead and do it here. The West Palm Classic, and you can see the full schedule, GoUSFBulls.com, is going to happen Wednesday, December 20th, and Thursday, the 21st. These are set matchups, so in other words, it's not a tournament. They'll play IUPUI on Wednesday, and then Thursday afternoon, December the 21st, Baylor. <laughs> you want to talk about a story program. They're right there, so it's it's not like turning around and playing in Tampa, but I tell you what, we were at that event a few years back, and that's not a terrible drive, and West Palm, you could be in worse places to kick around for a few days and, and throw in some good basketball. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. You know, So we we feel confident we've got all of the – Schedules locked down for women's and men's now. Shouldn't be any more more changes. And uh, but like you said, just just great basketball for Tampa Bay's home for hoops. And look forward to seeing people at the uh, Yangling Center really really soon. Well, that'll be happening. That's why I think next week there's that one last volleyball match that'll be at the Yangling Center. The stuff, the action this weekend is at the Corral, and then it'll be ready for hoops in less than four weeks. So, full speed ahead. The topic list will even be grander as we get along into the official winter season, although we're just feeling more like fall around here. Michael, thanks for accommodating me via Microsoft Teams and updating us on what's going on in South Florida athletics like we do every week. My pleasure, Derek. Thanks to everybody, and we look forward to seeing everyone at Raymond James on Saturday for homecoming against FAU. Go Bulls!